0: Greetings and welcome back to another ongoing series of Sherman and Dafyomi. My name is Itzhak Yatshalam. We're now in Masachat Shabbat of Kuflam at Gimel, Alef, at the bottom of the Amud. About to begin the next Mishnah. We could do anything that's needed for milah itself on Shabbat. Which means Moalin, doing the milah, Porayin, which means pulling back the skin, Umotetsin, sucking the blood out. We could put a bandage on the wound and some cumin on the wound. But if you didn't uh, chop up the cumin before Shabbat, uh, you could chew it up in your teeth and put it there. They would put wine and oil together as a salve. If you didn't mix them together before Shabbat, then you put them on separately. You can't make a little um, uh, sort of uh, cover or a uh, uh, garment for it. But you can take a uh, rag and wrap it over it. If you did not bring the smartut to the proper house before Shabbat, you can put it around your finger and carry it that way. Even from another chaser, implication being, but not from through Rishu Now Now, since we listed what does the opening line come to include? So we have the following praetah, the one who's doing Mila, as long as he's involved with the Mila and hasn't taken his hands away from it, then he can go back and fix little pieces of skin, whether or not they're in the way of the Mila or not. Uh, whether or not they're in the way of the Milah. But, Perash, the minute that he steps away, <speaking in Hebrew> He cannot go back to fix Tzitzin, on Shabbat, to fix Tzitzin that are not uh, in the way of the Milah. In other words, that the Milah would be kasher without fixing them, so he has to leave them alone. Alright, so that's called Tzorchei <speaking in Hebrew> Milah. Now, Assuming that that's the Halacha that's alluded to here, who is the author of our Mishnah who says that once you stepped away, you can't go back? I remember Chanan Rabbi Yisshmi The first suggestion is Rabbi Yochanan's. It's Rabbi Shmuel Ben Osham Ben brukahi we've seen him recently. Tanya, our Pesach falls Shabbat. What happens if Pesach falls on Shabbat? Mafshit et haPesach chazet You only flay the Pesach open up until the chest, which is enough to get all of the imurim out, but it's not a full flaying. The Rabbi Shmuel Ben Osham Rabbi that you get it all out. You flay it entirely. So the assumption here is that the is the authority who says that you can only do what is absolutely necessary, uh, and not the full mitzvah. Now, Mimai who says that that's really the case. Perhaps his reasoning is, We'll see in a second that the, uh, the song line, this is my God and I will anvehu, which may mean I will beautify him, uh, means that we have to make mitzvot that are an object of mitzvah beautiful, and that would apply to Mila, but would not apply to the Korban Pesach. Perhaps in our Mishnah he would allow us to continue and make the and get rid of all the tzitzit, including the ones that are not akim mila. D'atanya, let's see. Ze This interpretation is na'ella fanab mitzvot. Make mitzvot beautiful. I say from Sukana al lav na'ay shafar na'ay tzitzit sefer torah na'ay chatur chetov b'lishmoh b'dyon na'ay use good ink, b'kumos na'ay use a nice quill, b'alavar uman with an expert scribe, use proper silk to wrap the Sefer Torah. In other words, anything that's an object of mitzvah, and the assumption of the sugya is that he would extend it to milah also, must be done beautifully. So even sitzin sheinam makvidet are part of the mitzvah of ze'eliv vehu. But such a thing doesn't exist with the Korban Pesach, where once you've taken the emurim out, then uh, all that's left is now to roast it and to eat it, but it's not a chepzah in the same way. <coughs> Tangentially, Abba Shovel has a different interpretation of uh v'anvehu, Says v'anvehu, means a domelo, and the way Rashi says it's v'anvehu is ani vahu, meaning you be like him, I will be like God. Ma'u chanun v'rachum, afata heye chanun Just as God is compassionate and is, uh, is uh, filled with grace and compassion, so you should also have the same sort of uh, character traits, that's what you're supposed to develop. But the main drashai is the first one. Hinalafanav mitzvot, meaning for our purposes. And so therefore, the alignment of Rishmom, Nosheb, with our Mishnah may not work. Ela'ama Rabashi had a different take. Hamani Rabbi It's Rabbi Yosih. Non. Benjin Rabba Alil, Benjin Loni Mishnah in the first chapter of Roshana says, that Edim have to come to testify about the new month even if it involves Chilul Shabbat and it's true whether or not the moon was seen quite obviously or not meaning even though it's very likely that there are witnesses all over who saw it including shalim you still have to come Shabat Shabbat Shabbat Rabbi Yossi says that if it was seen in a very obvious way and we're not Mechalal Shabbat, and the idea is because it's not necessary, somebody else will testify without Chilul Shabbat. So the same thing here, if the Tzitzin are not Mak'vid and Tamila, then there's no reason to be Mechalal Shabbat to fix them. Again, Mimai, who says that that alignment works? Still, Ma'ad, Rabbi There is no, nothing in the Torah that says, be doches Shabbat, and violate Shabbat, in order to testify... Uh, and therefore, every time that we talk about somebody coming and violating Shabbat to testify about it, there's a new consideration here. But here we have a pasuk by says, you do Milan Shabbat. So maybe here Rabbi Yossi would say, indeed, you do fix everything about the milah. The and students in Pumadita said, It's actually not Rabbi Yossi, It's Rabbi Yossi's opposite number, but in a different context. Did none in the Mishnah Menachot tells us This is how the Lacham Panim was replaced every Shabbat. According to the Chachamim, the, there were four koanim coming in, two of them carrying the two Starim of the new one, and two of them carrying in the two Bazichim that went on top. There were another four that went in front of them. Two to take the two sidarim of the old lacham and two of them to take the two bazichim of the old lacham ha-panim, ha omdim bat safon of ne'em darom the new ones would stand uh, north facing south, moziin omdim bat darom of the others would face them, eim moshichim as the four kohanim would pull the old ones off, the four kohanim would then put the new ones on, right replacing them, they'd slide them off and on. They'd almost be touching. Mishum fanai tamid. That the lechem Panim has to always be there. Rabbi tamid. And as the brighter later says, even Rabbi Yossi even says, even if these guys would take it off in the morning, and these would bring it, put the new one on at the end of the day, it would still be tamid, uh, because as long as it doesn't go overnight without the lechem. But the point is, that the Rabbanan say, that in order for something to be considered tamid, it has to be within the single time frame with no interruption. And therefore, the minute that you stop working on the milah, you're already doing a new thing, and we would not allow you to do that, just as we would not allow you to go and f- fix a body by doing a chabura on it that wasn't vital. Okay, Tad Rabbanan. Mahal et which means we finish the milah. Vim lo hilkei Anush Karait And if not, then there's kareit. Now Mani, who gets karate for this? Mkana Uman that the, the Moel does. Maggot Papa Uman Lay ana Anna Avdi Pagana Mitzvah Attunovdi Pagana mitzvah why can't the Moel say I did have to mitzvah? You guys finish it. He's not the one who's obligated. Al Amra Papa Gadol. What he means is if this kid grows up and is a gadol and it's not finished, he's Khayev Karat. Margar Vashi Gadol Bayak T Bay Ray also Khashali Moal. That's a clear pasuk that says that if you have uh, somebody who's not uh, nimu'o then he gets karait. Pasuk and breishit. We go back to the moel. We have to understand what the karait is. The karait is not for milah. It's just before Shabbat. He came just before Shabbat started. They said you won't have time to do the milah before it becomes Shabbat. And he said yes, I will have time it turned out that he didn't it turned out he made a chaburah Friday night on this baby and it was not because it was no longer the eighth day and therefore he's for violating Shabbat not for the Milah it's a discussion on the Rambam and the Milah about where the Karet comes in at all okay we're talking about Mitzitzah if a Moel doesn't do Mitzitzah it's dangerous we fire him. We can't do mila anymore. So pshita, that should be obvious. The fact that we allow chilul Shabbat for the for Mitzitzah, it must be a sakana not to do it. So dam If paki. This is a discussion that we have in another context in the beginning of Asachik Tubot. What's the nature of dam? Is dam just sitting there, and when you open a wound, it's just kind of brought out, or is it flowing? And therefore, when you make a wound, you're causing the beginning of a flow, that if it's not staunched, then you could end up uh, with uh, real danger. So I might have thought, So um, it teaches that dom really is flowing, and if I don't take care of a wound, it could be dangerous. Now, if you look at the Mishnah, it makes sense, because the Mishnah aligns Mitzitzah with making the bandage planit isplanit vachamon, just like the bandage and the cumin that goes on it. kiloavit sakanahu, without making it their sakana. Vachnami kiloavit sakanahu, same thing with mizizitza. Okay, nino leaosplanit, we said you could put a bandage on it. Rabbiya amra li aim. So he quotes his nanny. Isplanita the chulon kv shave minai tarba vachada kira. Says the proper bandage to put on any sort of wound is seven kinds of fat and one kind of, uh, paraffin. Rava Markira Vekal Barishana so he gives a different material Darsha Rava Mechuzah Rava publicized this in Mechuzah Karinu so these particular doctors tore up all of their garments that they used said one If somebody washes his face but doesn't dry it properly Nikterulei Chaspinita They should prepare for him uh, a a um, his, uh, some, uh, some material because his face is gonna crack and, uh, or else he's gonna get some sort of, uh, disease. Uh, so it's important to keep one, one shmata around as it were, uh, because that's something that's of, uh, great value. Okay, maita kante, what should you do in that case? You should wash your face with beet juice, uh, that will heal it from the cracks that might appear. Um, important just to note. Well, we'll get to this again, Abaye, in, in a little bit. But Abaye, remember, was an orphan, and so Amrali Aim is a reference to his nanny, or it could be his adopted mother, uh, his guardian, who was Rabba's wife. Losha Hagmir of Shabbat. So the Mishnah said that if you didn't mix the uh, uh, chop up the cumin before Shabbat, you could do it with your teeth. There are some things that we don't do on Shabbat. But we do on Yom Tov for milah. Shachakin la kamon, we can grind the kamon, to la yan vashemin, we can mix the wine and oil. I'm gonna buy the Rav Yosef. So he challenged me, he said, why can you chop up cumin on yom tov? Because it can go in the pot, so therefore it's not a proper an improper behavior on Shabbat, on yom tov, and therefore you could do it for the mila. So yain vashemin la chazinam, maybe You could give a, uh, a, sick person wine and oil together, uh, on Shabbat, and therefore you could be able, you should be able to mix it, and therefore do it for the Mila. The Tanya ain't tofinyan, reshemin, the Shabbat, a Shabbat, or resheminolazar, resheminolazar, meir, aftofinyan, resheminolazar, meir says you're allowed to mix wine and oil together on Shabbat to give to a sick person. Which means that it's some sort of a normal food that some people eat, and therefore you should be able to mix it for the Mila. And our resheminolazar, he tells a story. Pamachat, chash, remair, meyav, remair, if had a stomachache. Because it was Shabbat, and we wanted to mix wine and oil for him, he wouldn't allow us. Are we going to cancel your own opinion in your while you're alive? You said it's mutar? Even though I say this, and my colleagues disagree, I never had the uh, temerity to uh, violate my own uh, colleagues' words. They said it's asur, I'm not going to be matir, even though I personally think it's fine. So he was machmer on himself. Well, the holy amma, but it's for everybody else. was shari that it's mutar. So why can't we do it for the milah? The answer is hatam lo lika hacha lika That what he need, what he would need for his stomach ache was just to put the two together, but not to mix them vigorously. So, uh, but here for the milah, you need to mix them vigorously. So, so why don't we do that for the milah? Just mix them, and not vigorously. Why do you have to put them separately? The answer is: that's exactly what putting them separately is is not mixing them vigorously. Okay. We don't not put a, a mustard through a mustard sieve which uh, the mustard, the little the seeds are small, so we'll put it through the sieve on Shabbat, we don't sweeten it by having it come in contact with a coal. Why is that different than this? We're allowed to put an egg on a, a mustard uh, sieve. That doesn't look like borer because it's a big egg. Here, it looks like borer because the seeds are being, seed, uh, being kind of separated out. So the other part of the breite was you can't sweeten it by having it touch the coal. So a coal that is metal, heated up metal, you can use because there's no way you're going to be, be able to extinguish it. But with a wood coal, then the problem is you may extinguish it, therefore we don't allow it brother of Yosef, So why is that different than putting meat on top of coals? This is all in Yom Tov, and you can put meat on coals. I'm really hot to there's no other way to heat the meat except by putting it on the coals. But here, there's, uh, there's another way, evidently, to sweeten it. My brother of Yosef, Can you make cheese on Yom Tov? So why is that any different than kneading bread? So the answer is the same. That's why it's here. There's no way to make bread without kneading, kneading it and having it fresh on Yom Tov. Because you could have done this the day before, just like you could have done with the mustard, with the coals the day before. I in the Nahardais say fresh cheese is good. They don't mean that it's the best, they mean that it's also okay. But of course it's better to have aged cheese, and certainly better to do it the day before. <laughs> now we will hear some more advice from uh, Baye's uh, nanny. Inosin uh, so the garment that you put on the baby, the you want to put the face up, and the... Um, and the strings down, meaning not touching the skin. Because maybe one of the strings will touch the Makomila and could end up uh, castrating or in some way uh, pulling on the his skin and hurting the uh hurting the aver. Ime Da bae, Baye's mother, again this is probably his nanny, Avda Kistata falga um she made a, uh, a key, a pouch, in the middle, uh, so that the milah would not touch anything. Rabbi Hayanukha, the late baby doesn't have such a thing, a chalukh. They should bring, um uh, some sort of an open garment that has a hem. Uh, and wrap the hem underneath and uh and then fold it up on top. By Amraliyim, Hayanukada Loyadiamipakte. If you have a um a child <coughs> uh that we don't know where the rectum is, can't find the rectum, uh Shaife Mishka rub oil on him, Vulukme yoma, and put it out put him out by the light of the day, Vecha the Zigli Kare Bisartashiva Eriv. And where you see that it's clear they should tear, in, up and sideways, of, um, with the hair. But not to use some metal, because, um, um that could lead to an infection, and, uh, it would be dangerous. His mother, Then nanny told him, If a child is not nursing, make her the carpume. Uh, so what's the advice? Um uh ah, that's because his mouth is uh is cold and he can't nurse, so mai what should we do? Light to kosa gumre, they should bring a uh cup of uh of coals hot coals Vilinkate le put it near his mouth the so will heat up and uh he'll nurse so again some advice if you have a baby that's uh not urinating, then fafe u they should um uh put him into like a uh a sieve and shake him up a little bit and uh then he'll be able to to urinate. If a baby is not breathing properly, like to sleep the uh, they should bring uh, the placenta from the mother and uh and they should put it on top of him, and he will nurse and he will breathe. if the baby is too small um if uh they they should bring the uh, again the placenta and rub it on the side on the on the small side. Towards the large side, and evidently that'll make him grow. If he's strong, and if he's too big, then they should do it the opposite, from the broad side to the small side. If the baby is too red, that means the blood hasn't fully got into his system. Um, uh, they should uh, wait until the blood comes in and then do the Milan' It's not do the milah right away. And the uh, yaruk, if he's green and the blood hasn't come down, again, wait for the blood to come in. Now we have a couple of stories from Rabinathan to support that idea. Now, the question, of course, is that some of these things seem to me med- medically make sense. Some of them seem to be a little bit strange, like the placenta, but this was the wisdom, certainly, of the time. I'm, I'm Rabbi Nathan. He went to the uh, islands, and a woman came to me. Her first two sons, after Milad died, uh, and so she had a third son, she brought him to me. I saw he was very red. Wait till his blood gets into a system. She waited, and he did me did me lie, and he, he lived. They called the child, in honor of me. Went to Turkey, to Same story. I saw he was very green. I saw that he didn't have any dam around there. Wait till the blood gets into a system. And again, the same thing—he was nimol safely and lived, and they called him Nathan Abvli in order, in honor of Rabbi Natan Habavli. Okay, we'll pause at this point. We'll pick it up with the next mishnah. Kufla, and Daladamud Bet. should have a wonderful day.